Okay, so this is another installment of TV and movie experts, Mr. Josh Jack and Mr. B. Lion here uh, to talk about some more TVs and shows. And I, I want to say that I tried to get through this movie, and I want you to watch it, and maybe I might influence you a little bit. I hope I don't. It's You might have heard of it. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called The Comedian with Robert De Niro. Oh my god, that's the movie that I've been wanting to watch for the longest time. Is that the movie with Rupert Pupkin? I think so, but listen, this movie is so bad, I got through a half an hour of it and I turned it off. So, I've never, <laughs> I've never seen a movie about comedy, stand-up comedy, that I couldn't get through. So, I got through half an hour, I should go back and rewatch it, uh, pretty much... You know, uh, it's it takes place, like, I guess back in the uh, older days. I forgot what the comedian he's supposed to be playing, but he's on stage in the beginning. And he's he, he used to be an actor uh, as a kid. He was a child actor. Now he's a comedian, and this guy is heckling him. He's like, come on, pal. We didn't come here to see this new shit. We want to see uh, your, you know, we, we want to see Eddie. You know, the, you want to you show Eddie. And he goes, well, so, and so he starts fucking with the guy. So they have a video camera. They start videotaping him, and he gets pissed. He goes, you videotaping me? So he goes in the audience, and then the guy uh, does something to him, throws something at him. So he beats the guy up. The guy takes him to court. He has him going to jail. So the beginning was actually okay. But Robert De Niro was a, uh, a great actor. But in this movie, his acting, even as a comedian, he's just shit. Like, he's on stage, and he's just so not funny. And even though he's pretending to be an old-timer comedian, and then... You know, it's it. Uh, he pretty much he, his brother Danny DeVito is his brother in the movie, and uh, he's fucking. And all the jokes in the movie are just really bad. You know what I mean? Like they're not even funny. Even when he fucks with people, and I got through a half an hour of it and I turned it off. Okay, so this actually, I'm looking at this, and it looks like it got a. Wow, twenty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's pretty bad. Yeah, and it's like He's usually any movie about stand-up is usually good. It's just that even when he's on stage, I know he's not a comedian, but it's like you don't even feel it. It's just like uh, it's just not good, and and uh, it's just the jokes in the movie are not even bad. Maybe it's because it's supposed to be. Uh, I'm ahead of my. If this is how comedy was back in the days, and man, thank God I wasn't born back in the '70s or '80s. It stunk, man. It's just dry jokes. Just really stinky, you know. I mean, I, I I should go back and just when I get a chance to see if I can get through the whole movie. And I think it's a two-hour movie. It's long, and I only got through a half an hour. Uh, so it was. Why? I feel like I would I would be able to get through it because I kind of get this enjoy this weird enjoyment out of shitty movies. But it was, but but I I do too, and it wasn't it wasn't even cheesy bad. Where it's like, oh, this is so bad, I gotta keep watching. It was just bad. It looks like Jeff Ross was one of the writers. Oh, I don't know. I mean, so I, I didn't look up who so wrote it. So couldn't even write a good movie about a comedian. Well, once again, I mean, that's just my opinion. I didn't watch the whole thing, so. But yeah, it was just a half an hour, and it was just bad. And also, I tried to check out some new shows. Um, I checked out these two shows on Showtime. One is called Smilf, Single Mother, I Like the Fuck. It's this white chick. Um, and it's kind of like... Uh, you know, she is a single mom, obviously. Now, the first episode, I only got through 15 minutes, and I turned it off. Maybe I was in a bad mood that night, and I was just turning everything off. 
But uh, when I saw Rosie O'Donnell in the movie, not to say I hate Rosie O'Donnell, I just got turned off immediately. I don't know why. I was like, ugh. But uh, she's in the movie, and she's trying to get laid, and she's, like, sexually frustrated, but she has a kid. And uh, I think she's, like, she still lives with her baby's daddy or something. And he he gets pussy, and she masturbates or something like that. And then um, guys are turned off to her because she has a kid, and they don't want to get involved with her. Uh, I got through, like, 15, 20 minutes of that episode and turned it off. And then I try to watch this show called The Shy, S-H-I, like Chicago. I think it's supposed to be like Black Shameless. Um, oh. Well, they don't call it that, but that's my definition. Cause see, but but uh, I couldn't get – I. once again, maybe I was just in an impatient mood that day. I got through two minutes and I turned it off. I don't know why. It was like a, tra- it was like a, a transgender teen. Like a, it looked like a, a, a black girl lesbian. And she pulls up to the store on a bike, and she's like, "Hey, yo, what's up, man? Uh, can I get some beef jerky?" And he's like, "You gotta pay full price." He's like, "Yeah, but uh, if I give you," and I was just like, "I don't know why it bothered me. I just turned it off." I think I'm just, I'm, I'm like the worst critic ever. I'm like, this shit ain't entertaining me. I'm just turning it off. Well, so you watched all of those in the same night. Yeah, but see, I I didn't get through we all ever- of it. The halo effect. Where one thing is bad, so everything else you do around that time is also bad. I wonder if the first movie was so shitty that it took away your ability to enjoy anything else. Well, it is possible. I watched this on a. I stayed in Friday night and I wanted to go out, but because of the weather, the wind, I stayed in. So maybe that's why I was maybe mad because I had to stay in. I don't know. So I. Uh, oh, so what? What was the movie you watched? Sure. So I watched My Life as a Zucchini. But I, I, real quick, I just wanted to mention, I don't know if you know about this, the movie I was talking about with Rupert Pupkin, because uh, you were saying that Robert De Niro played a comedian. I was thinking that you were talking about King of Comedy. Have you ever seen that movie? I don't think so. So that's from 1982. Rupert uh, Robert De Niro plays Rupert Pupkin, and that movie actually got a 90%. So oh. I'm curious, in the newer movie, did he? Did it seem like he did a bad job, or was it more the writing? Uh, I don't think he did too much of a bad job. It was just that, you know, uh, it wasn't funny, but that's just my taste. But I didn't watch the whole movie, so I mean, I have to fast Are forward a half quite- an hour. The old one was a Scorsese movie, so no wonder it, it was better than the fucking whoever made this one. All right, so what what about the zucchini? Sure, so I watched My Life as a Zucchini, and it's this stop-motion cartoon. It's on Netflix, and it's strange because this listing that I was looking at said that all these different American actors did the voice, and maybe there's two different versions out there, but the one I watched was in French, and there were subtitles. So, I mean, that right there, usually I don't bother watching a movie if I have to read, because hmm. I'm not watching a movie to read. Uh, this movie came out in 2016. Looks like it got, well, I don't see a Rotten Tomatoes rating. 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. It's pretty much, see, I don't know... I never know how much to say about TV and movies without spoiling it. So I guess I'll just say spoiler alert for the listeners. 
and it's it's about an hour and seven minutes. It's about this kid who lived at home with his mom. His mom is clearly this abusive mother of some kind, and he's in the attic, and something happens, and his mom ends up dying, so he has to go to this home for orphan children, and uh, it's like a story about him trying to fit in, and there's this bully there, and, and he meets this girl. I realized that in my summary of it, I really don't have much to say other than the fact that the animation was great. It's like, you ever watch any kind of, I'm sure you've seen some kind of stop motion film before, say like, uh, you ever seen like Wallace and Gromit or Chicken Run or even Robot Chicken? I haven't watched the animation film in a while. And it seems like this is the second one in a row you watch because the last we watched, didn't you watch the Emoji movie? So you're, you're yeah, most... you know what? I really am a child. <laughs> I really am. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a good movie. I forget why his nickname was Zucchini. How many uh, Doritos got... would you give this? Out of five. We five. I would say that five Doritos. It's wow. a solid movie. Yes, it's solid. It's really good. It's short, so if you have a short attention span, span, you will uh, have an easy time with this one. It's, it's oh, you know what? And one of the scenes I liked was when uh, the kids were talking about sex. They were, I don't know how old the kids are supposed to be because they're really cartoony, but the their like lack of understanding sex was uh, pretty funny. Like they thought, they thought when a guy comes that his dick actually explodes. Uh, it, it was pretty funny. So there, it was a good balance of sincerity, like emotional story with humor. Thought it was pretty good. I'm trying to think. Oh, I watched after the Oscars last night. There was a show, a new show called Sundays with Alec Baldwin. Uh, the two people he was... It's basically a long-form interview show. So there's no talk show bits like what you have on a show, say, like uh, Jimmy Fallon with the game show stuff and the monologue and all that. Uh, and the formality of the desk and the suit and all that stuff. It's just two people sitting across from each other, like Barbara Walter style except it's like a fun conversation. So he was interviewing Jerry Seinfeld and Kate McKinnon. And I feel like Alec Baldwin is actually a good host for this show because he was willing, like they got into real topics. Like they were talking about Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein. Uh, Jerry was great on the show. Um, Jerry said the same thing that I did because we're both great comedians. He said that, uh, and I'm being sarcastic for the listener, but he said that he thinks that this show is going to be a real success. And I agree because people listen to podcasts and watch podcasts because they want a real conversation. They want something longer than the five minutes or ten minutes you get on a talk show, uh, you know, like The Tonight Show, etc. And this is just simply people sitting down, having a conversation Nothing fancy, nothing special. And I really think that people are going to enjoy it, and I'll probably check it out 
uh, in the future. Does this sound like a type of show that you would see yourself watching? I mean, probably not. I don't. I don't watch interview shows really. Like, uh... you listen to podcast. Like, you listen to how often do you listen to Howard Stern? I listen to him whenever he's on, but I I fast forward to celebrity interviews. Well, because his interviews have changed, he doesn't ask the hard hitting questions. Like the last interview he did was with Jennifer Lawrence. And, uh, you know, she's this hot chick, and she was just bored. I was kind of listening to her, and she's not interested, but I guess it's not her fault. She was born this hot, rich chick, and, you know, she's famous and all that. She didn't have to work for nothing, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I listened to it, and it was hard for me to get through it. I was, I kind of zoned out, you know, but uh, I listen to interviews on podcasts mostly, yeah, but as far as watching, like, a tonight, like, a, you can see it, right? It's not audio. You can see it. Dialect ball. Right. Yeah, it's but there's you can see it, but it's not like a, a form formulaic like Tonight Show show. It's, yeah, it's more like imagine like Barbara Walters or somebody yeah. sitting down, or even uh, what's his name before he got ousted for the sexual scandal, Charlie Rose. That idea where like they'll talk about stuff, show a few clips. Uh, honestly, they could probably release it as a podcast because there's nothing inherently visual about it that you would have to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who knows? I might like it. Who knows? I might check it out. But uh, I don't know. I don't really watch like uh, even tonight shows or anything or interviews unless something really as a clip or something and it's really interesting. But uh, who knows? I might like it. I don't know. Don't plan to check it out, but maybe I might. Here's a question: If you were forced to watch a talk show, one of those Tonight Show style talk shows uh, every night for the rest of your life, what show would you pick? Uh, I don't know, because I don't watch any of them. I don't know who's better, like Kimball or Colbert or Seth Meyers. They all seem like liberal douchebags. They all just do Trump jokes over and over. I don't... I don't know. I can say, like, I feel like the person that I think has the most integrity is Jimmy Kimmel. Like, he went on to uh, Jay Leno's show to bash him for uh, taking Conan's spot. Look, yes, people make... I don't... I'm actually not too familiar with Jimmy Kimmel's Trump stuff. You know? Not everybody's a huge Trump fan like you, though. (laughs) I'm a big fan of his work. Did you, vote? Did you vote in the presidential election? I didn't vote for anybody. Oh. Uh. Uh, so, I, oh yeah, I got to see John Claude Van Johnson. Uh, I got oh, the yeah. whole first season. I already got to watch two episodes last night. And I got to tell you, I like it. It's a good show. Um, because it's just, John Claude is pretty much, he's... Really got a good sense of humor about making fun of himself. You know, he's uh, like this, he's a washed-up actor, and he decides to get back into acting. But at the same time, he's on a secret mission uh, to take down this uh, thing, and he's you know, and he's going on these missions with this chick he's in love with, who they broke up, and uh, they're making fun of his acting. Like he can't do the split anymore because he's too old. He can barely do his famous roundhouse kicks. He makes fun of his movies. Even though they were a success, and uh, I'm really liking it, and uh, I'm a, 
I watched the first two episodes. I think I, I think Will Fitz said it's canceled already, but I'm looking forward to watching the next four episodes. So if you're someone who doesn't have the means to get this in an illegal fashion, what network is this on? I think it's I think it's uh, Netflix. No, actually, no. I think yep. it's either YouTube Red. Will Fitz said it's YouTube Red, I think. Uh, but I could be wrong. To the YouTube Reddit Netflix. Did uh, what's his, did James Vanderbeek do a similar show? Not obviously with the kind of uh, you know martial arts type of thing, but making fun of his past career. It sounds kind of familiar to me. He might have. I, I I never heard of it. I only heard of this one. But yeah, I think it is YouTube Red because that's where I first heard. Yeah, it is YouTube Red because that's where I first saw the preview. I remember I saw it on YouTube, and then I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I also walking. So, if you're not someone who knows his career too well, is this something you can still get into? Um, yeah, you can. I mean, uh, it would help a little bit more, but yeah, it, it would be. I mean, it would help a little bit, but uh, it would be good. It's uh, it's still good. I think you're still like because once again, he makes fun of himself, and it's really cool the way they add the special effects in that he fucks up and then they have to cut and it's just him holding like a, a fan or something and the you know and it's just it's, it's pretty good also oh yeah i did I forgot uh i saw this movie called the big sick um uh, it's pretty much it's amazing I, I watched the comedian movie and i watched the half an hour of that like i said and then I watched this movie. Now, this movie is a Judd Apatow movie, I believe. And it's about a Pakistani guy. And he is a comedian, a stand-up comedian. And he's also an Uber driver. And he, uh, the premise of the movie is he meets this American uh, white girl at a stand-up show. He has a one-night stand with her. And they start dating. They start liking each other. But he's also, his parents, you know, they're very religious. Uh, they're trying to do the whole arranged marriage thing. So they keep bringing these girls over. And then uh, the girl gets sick. She has some sort of lung failure. So he goes to, the, so they end up, before that happened, they end up breaking up. Because he says that, uh, you know, she finds out he lied. He said that, you know, hey, my parents want to fix me up with a... Hindu girl, whatever, you know, rage marriage. She said, you lied on it. So she gets mad, but then she gets sick. So she tells her parents about it, and then he goes to the hospital to for days. And his, his mom's, the girl's mom is kind of uh, mad at him and stuff, but he's trying to get along with the parents. They start bothering and getting along, and uh, the, the movie wasn't that funny, but you know what, I... I'll get more into it, but I would give I would give it three point three out of five, and they get better. It is a good movie. It's like a romantic comedy. So pretty much, uh, the only part that made me laugh in the movie was uh, one of his comedy friends is on stage, and uh, he, he says, "Anybody here out of town?" And the girl's parents clap. They they went to go see the show to get a distraction because they're, and uh, he goes, "Oh, so what are you in town for?" And the uh, mob goes, "Oh, my daughter's in a coma." And uh, it just gets really quiet. He goes, oh. And he just goes to the next person. Oh, what are you here for? I thought that was funny. Other than that, the uh, movie was not hilariously funny. There's a few chuckles in it. Uh, but uh, So long story short, what happens is the girl wakes up out of the coma. And he, you know, he's like, oh, that's great and everything. And she's like, oh, I don't like you. You're a piece of shit, you know. 
she turns out to be a cunt. You know, she's like, you, you, you hurt me and everything. Get out. So uh, his parents kick him out of the family uh, because you know he doesn't want to do the arranged marriage thing. So yeah, he ends up. Uh, he just says to his family, "Look, I'm moving to New York to be a comedian." And then he moves to New York, and then the uh, chick, uh, she visits him, and I guess they end up together, whatever. So I don't know if you know this, but this, I haven't seen the movie, but the guy, uh, star of the movie, Kumail Nanjiani, yeah. it's, uh, it's a true story about his life. Okay. I'm sure there might be, th- have you ever watched Silicon Valley, by the way? Because he's on that show, too. Oh, no, I, is that what, uh, T.J. Miller used to be on that yeah. No, I I, I wanted to, I think I watched one episode, uh, half of an episode, but I didn't really get into it. I feel like people either love or hate T.J. Miller. Do you find him annoying? I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know too much about. Like I know who he is. I. I remember the first thing I heard about him was he re- he read a uh, review. I mean, he wrote an article about Dave Cook. Did you hear about this? This is years ago. Uh, Yes. Yes. They, well, the he Batman thing came out. The store. The Batman thing came out. Dane Cook made a Batman joke or something. He was also like shitting on women too, and the jokes weren't even that vicious. And T.J. Miller was like, "Oh, he bumped us all. And he was just up there. He hates women, and he needs to get therapy." And I think Jim Norton actually stood up for Dane Cook. He was like, "Everyone gets bumped, you know, relax, whatever." That was the first time I think I heard of him, and I try to watch his show on Comedy Central when he dresses up like that Ninja Turtle thing. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I no, I didn't see that show. There's a show that it's called, but it, 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 I think he's kind of ripping off Eric Andre a little bit. Except he looks like this. He's a. It's like a monster interviewing people, but he does the voice. Oh, Goreburger. Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah, it looks like kind of like a, like Eric an Eric Andre type of thing. I tried to watch one episode of that. Couldn't get through the whole thing. I don't have a problem with T.J. Miller at all, but uh, you know, some I imagine some comics don't you know like him. Uh, but yeah, I remember that incident you're talking about, and I, I listened to uh, Dane Cook actually went on to Joe Rogan's show, and I thought it was bullshit that he would like talk about his material. But I think it was clearly just a an anger because he got bumped. I really think that's all it was. Anyway, Silicon Valley, it's a show that I enjoy, but I don't know if that's just because I'm in like really into technology. Yeah. Um. And uh, I'll have to check. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Are you, are you gonna check out? Well, I was just gonna ask you. I'll ask you this at the end. The the shows that all all of the shows that you had mentioned. Uh, yeah, I'll ask you that at the end. You say you're gonna check out what? Well, I'm gonna check out a few of the shows. So you oh. watched Median. You watched The Shy. You watched John Claude Van Johnson. Yeah. The Big Sick. Was there another show in there that you had watched or movie? Uh, Smilf. That's that's a showtime. That sounds horrible. Also, uh, Walking Dead is back on. I uh, just watched the second episode. It's one of those shows that it's kind of like... It's just a full circle type of show. I mean, like... One of the main characters dies. And it's supposed to be like this big thing. Like, oh, whoa. And then... They can meet new characters that come along, and then, you know, they build your, they, then they die, and then it's supposed to be, it's just, it gets repetitive, but it's, it's still a good show, but it's kind of like, all right, we get it, you know, it's like they're in a zombie apocalypse, and 
you know, it's just they're trying to get this real life back together, civilization. And uh, it's still a good show. I'm not going to trash it, but uh, it's the eighth season, almost ninth season. It's one so. of those. Is it one of those shows that's more about the visuals than, like, that's more important than the actual story? Well, it's based on a comic book, but I'm not sure how much is in there. But they just killed off one of the main characters in the first episode of the season, and uh, now they're, you know, going around. Um, and, of course, I'm still watching Crashing. Uh, I just watched the eighth episode of that today, uh, with the roast battle. There was a roast battle with Pete Holmes and his girlfriend in the show, and uh, that was it was actually a pretty good episode. Not every episode is good, but this episode is good. So I, I haven't got... seen that one yet. Was that the one that came right after the one that uh, where they went to the NACA, the college? Yeah. Convention? So okay. that's so yeah. This is uh, yeah. So this is the one after. So I just watched that today. It was a good episode. I'm still into the show, and it, uh, it just made me realize when I was watching the comedian and I was watching the big sick, I was like, God, like. Why is comedy's always been out there? Why is it now all of a sudden people are fascinated by it? You know, like now these shows and movies and everything. It's like it's crazy, but I don't know. You think there's more? Oh, you're talking about like shows about stand-up comedy? Yeah, like you know, like it was like Louis. That was years ago, and then uh, and then once again now crashing, and then. Uh, you know, and other movies like The Comedian and uh, stuff and comedies in it and stuff. It's, uh, I don't know. It's always been popular, but it seems like, I don't know, just now it's just people just get more ideas to do movies and shows about it. Well, you were saying that over the last few years that even doing like open mics, that the amount of people going to shows has increased a lot. So maybe there's just a a lot more interest in stand-up comedy these days than there used to be. Well, I don't know if it's people are interested in it, but uh, I think there's more a lot more people doing comedy and a lot more people now with the internet doing it, so it's just a higher... I mean, these, aren't there like 52 stand-up specials coming out this year on Netflix? Like some crazy amount? I think there is, yeah. Yeah. Um... Have you seen any stand-up specials lately? No, I mean, I, you know, the weird thing is, I, I, I think I was watching, listening to comedy CDs and watching comedy still when I started comedy for like the first year or two, and then I stopped. And it wasn't even about stealing material because I never did it. It was just more about just even if I go to one or two open mics a week, I usually stay for the whole show. So I guess because of that. I just, uh, I get enough of it. You know what I mean? It's like every once in a while I'll listen to a stand-up album. Like, uh, only very few. Like I listened to Ottawa George. That's one of my favorite CDs. And I put it on and I was la- I was half asleep and I was still laughing because it's just him on stage with his puppet, Otto, and he's just going off and his filthy jokes and uh, stuff. And it's so funny. And uh, I-, I go back and listen to an album once in a while, but I don't watch comedy specials anymore. You know, I stopped. I, by the way, I have to check out Otto and George. I know so many people who, you know, say that he's hilarious. Yeah, it's called A Boy in His Log. That's his f- comedy album. It's real funny. <laughs> Boy in His Log. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. So you watch enough stand-up at open mics so that you're like, I don't need to watch Dave Chappelle. I watch Gary with his his jokes about his dick or something. <laughs> 
Yeah, I watched Bill Miller do an alien nigger joke. That's good enough for me. Um, but, uh, like, as yeah. far as, like, I don't mind listening to a classic comedy album, like I said, like, once in a while. But as far as stand-up specials, I don't know. I, I think it's because they just give everybody, it seems like, a, a stand-up special these days. Not everybody, but a lot of people. And I just don't have the interest. Like, I, like, I think what I was addicted to, and I used to watch all the Comedy Central Presents, and then I think the last season I watched, I think around the time I started comedy, I didn't find hardly anybody funny. I don't know if his comedy was changing or what it was, but I didn't find anybody laugh out loud funny. I don't know if it's because I got older or it was what it was. And I think I just lost interest. And the only specials I want to see, because I hear people talking about it, is Dave Chappelle. I didn't see his first Netflix comedy special. Then he just put out two more. And I yes, love Dave Chappelle. Last year you put out two, and this year you put out two. So I think I want to see at least one of those. Uh, but I have I still haven't even... I think I was going to do that, actually, when I was pirating uh, some stuff, but I totally forgot. But I think he's the only person I think I want to check out, just because uh, his two specials, Killing Them Softly, If For What It's Worth, are some of my favorite actual comedy specials out there. Just the material is so sharp and funny. That uh, I would love to watch it, but I haven't yet. Okay. Yeah, so, personally, I, I want to check out the Chris Rock special at some point. All right. Uh, but, so, uh, yeah. Do you, do you have, have anything before we wrap this up? I, that's all I have today. Yeah. So we covered a lot here. Uh, so if anybody has any opinions or topics or any movies or shows to check out. Uh, please uh, email us at tlndshow at outlook.com and uh, let us know and let us know what you've been watching and what you movies you think suck and all that stuff this has been TV and Movie Experts <laughs>